Jamer and Tatu. Hello and welcome to Celtic Roots Radio, coming to you today from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Celtic, folk, folk rock, Appalachian, bluegrass, Scottish, Irish, Breton, Cajun. If it's Celtic or Roots music you like, you'll find it here on Celtic Roots Radio. Fill the hole 
Well, to go back, how are you today, hey? As you can tell, we're back once again with another Celtic Roots radio show. Plenty of great new music and a wee bit of Irish crack, right? The show today is sponsored by Belfast Girls, a brand new book about three girls growing up in post-troubles Belfast, written by local Irish author Jerry McCulloch and about to be published by Knight Publishing. For more information on Jerry and Belfast Girls, check out Jerry with a Y McCulloch.com or go to Jerry's fan page on Facebook for regular updates. Every few months I do this we check around the iTunes stores for different countries where this show is being downloaded. Would you believe that's 79 countries to date? Thankfully they're not all on iTunes yet. We regularly get your reviews on iTunes USA. This time I was pleasantly surprised to find two new 5 star reviews from other countries. Ziggy56 on iTunes Australia says, I find your show just great. I'm a listener from Brisbane, Australia and enjoy your music on my iPod when walking on the weekends. Thanks Ziggy, we seem to have quite a regular following down under. Celtic and Roots music really seems to be popular in Aussie and Kiwi lands. And Finger Pickin' Good on iTunes Ireland says, This is a great podcast if you like good music. Don't be put off by the title if you think it will be just all diddly dee stuff. It covers a broad spectrum of music as long as it's good and has a Celtic connection. The presenter has a very listenable voice and adds interesting facts about Ireland and its culture. I like that FG, very listenable voice, that'll do me. On the music side, the Celtic bit should be obvious like, but the roots bit means I can play anything that's vaguely roots, folk, blues, acoustic or whatever. It means I'm free to play anything I like really, though maybe not heavy metal on this show. And the music keeps piling in, far more than I can keep up with by recording these shows. So if you want to catch up with all the very latest new Celtic and roots music, you're going to have to tune into our Live 365 station, aren't you? Aye. And on that note, Rebecca Kuntz's husband in California emailed us to say, Yes, we enjoy it immensely. Your station is one of my wife's Wi-Fi radio presets. We'll be smiling. You'll find a link to our Live 365 webcast on our website, CelticRootsRadio.com, or check out our new fan page on Facebook, which is also integrated with our Ning network. Keep on emailing us, Facebook messaging, and when you're on your local iTunes store, again, do review the show for us. Started the show up there on a lively note with a band from Western Australia, the Murder Mouse Blues Band, on Fill the Hole. And now we're listening to another lively tune from Blackthorn here in Northern Ireland. This is called The Gravel Walk. Clouds of gray and I'm on my way With the memory of your warmth still on my skin I don't know what's wrong with me But the road is talking Telling me that where I'm going Ain't as good as where I've been Ten cities in two weeks Makes them all blur together I got 52 best friends to pass the time Whiskey must be bad, the jack of hearts is talking Telling me a love that's pure, don't ever blur the line Lately I've been wrestling with this feeling That's bubbling up from deep within my core Nothing I do will make it less revealing That the open road is losing its allure 
Sipping on my coffee in an all-night dive And I'm staring at a waitress with your hair She says, why don't you come home to me? And I just smile and say, thank you, darling, but I'm already there And the buses and the cars and the nameless smoky bars Running endless loops the whole night through And they're calling out to me Like the sound from this guitar Telling me to take the road that brings me back to you Oh, lately I've been wrestling with this feeling That's bubbling up from deep within my core Nothing I do will make it less revealing That the open road is losing its allure the billboards and the moon they both smile at me and it's strange I've never seen them there before sometimes we try too hard to see what really matters when the answers are behind our own front doors lately I've been wrestling with this feeling that's bubbling up from deep within my core Nothing I do will make it less revealing That the open road is losing its allure It'll eat you up and spit you out for sure I ain't spending time away from you no more That was Sonic Bridge from Massachusetts, USA with the open road lament Well, we've covered a lot of different topics in this show but we've carefully skirted around the troubles. This is an area where people can be very quick to take sides, what we call here a flashpoint area, and emotions can quickly get involved. However, this seems to me a great place to maybe explain things to those who don't live in Ireland. In fact, even to some of those who do. When we were publishing a magazine called Bread during the later stages of the troubles, I used to drive down to Dublin with a few boxes of magazines, just so they would be posted out with an Irish stamp and not a UK one. That's called being sensitive to other people's point of view. While I was down in Dublin, I'd spend a bit of time with our editorial team there, maybe go to a few events, probably travel further south or west, and generally keep my ears open for news stories and news items. Over and over, people in the south of Ireland would ask me what the troubles were about. What are you fighting about up there anyway? Can you not live together in peace? Most southerners have never travelled across the border to the north, as they called it. Nowadays it's nothing out of the ordinary to see car registrations from Dublin, Galway and Cork and Belfast and all over Northern Ireland. But back then, 20 years ago, a southern registration was a very rare thing up north. If people on the same island weren't sure what the troubles were about, then it'd be pretty difficult for anybody further afield to get an accurate picture. This was further complicated by the fact that not only was there disagreement between Protestant and Roman Catholic, or more accurately, between Unionist and Nationalist or Republican, but there were also strong differences between Nationalists and between Unionists. Political parties and paramilitary groups mushroomed, and it would be extremely difficult for anyone from outside Northern Ireland to really understand the different points of view. 
Add to this the fact that a lot of our politics at that time, and even since, was motivated by fear, and that those fears were often outdated. For instance, way back when Ireland was partitioned, around 1921, nearly one million Protestants were strongly opposed and feared to be part of a state dominated by the Roman Catholic Church. That was understandable back then. But 70 years later, in the new Ireland that became the Celtic Tiger of the 90s, the Catholic Church was being sidelined more and more, and now has very little influence. But Protestants and Unionists in the North still believed in the outdated scenario. We're listening to the, the Eric's experience from Washington State, USA, and a tune called Bunch of Keys.
Tarkam Puder Cutting, the Kaker should he is Tarkam Puder Cutting, the Kaker should he is Tarkam Puder Cutting, the mission of Fane de Kunla. Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Beijing get Jacob de Kunla. Kaker should he is Tatakas Mavonica, Kaker should he is Tatakas Mavonica, Kaker should he is Tatakas Mavonica, Man and get Jacob de Kunla. Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Kunlahin, the Taranese get a gum, Beijing get Jacob de Kunla. song in the Irish language there, Kunla, from California band, Cragmore. One of the reasons we started the Christian magazine, Bread, was this almost total lack of communication between North and South. Aimed at both sides of the religious political divide, we were aware that there were many new evangelical groups and churches in the Republic of Ireland, but almost no one in Northern Ireland knew of their existence. In fact, even in the South, many were not really aware of what was happening maybe 50, 100 miles away. The magazine bridged this communication gap. Eventually, we were able to make some people up north aware that the south of Ireland was quite a different place from what they had imagined. In fact, from 1992 to 97, several thousand people gathered together from all parts of Ireland and from all shades of Christianity, Roman Catholic and Evangelical, to a spring harvest type event at a holiday camp in County Meath. Here, some Ulster Protestants found out for the first time what they had previously only been reading about in the magazine. This was only a small beginning, you understand. It had little effect on the majority of the population up here. But there were small groups meeting across the divide who eventually had an influence on some paramilitary leaders, leading step by step to the peace agreement we have largely working today. As one of my own songs puts it, Well, you may not be wrong, but I know that I'm right. And if you'd just give in, there'd be no need to fight. While we're living in darkness, we're claiming there's light all around. I call you a Fenian, you call me a fraud. It must sound obscene in the ears of our God, for we'll both end up buried beneath the same soil in the ground. Perception has a lot to do with our troubled situation. All the might of the British Army and all of the terrorist actions of the Provisional IRA, INLA and other groups did absolutely nothing to change anyone's perspective. In fact, they only served to reinforce intransigent attitudes. This has been viewed around the world as a conflict between Catholic and Protestant, but probably more Catholics were killed or injured by their fellow Catholics and Protestants by fellow Protestants than otherwise. So what has changed? Well, quite a lot actually, though we've still a long way to go. I doubt if anyone in Northern Ireland could ever have predicted that die-hard Unionist Ian Paisley and die-hard Republican Martin McGuinness would end up not only working well together in government, but even laughing and joking together. To most people here that was just a miracle. But then, should we be surprised at that? after all the millions of prayers prayed for peace in Northern Ireland. Like I said already, we haven't arrived yet, and I'm sure we'll have plenty more ups and downs politically. 
but there's definitely a new sense of purpose, hope, and a lot of goodwill to make things work here. Let's hope it continues, eh? This is Vin Downs, a New Jersey artist with a tune called Skies and Openings. When it 
silver and silence around. Not many people in the rubble we found. The prowling dogs cast an eerie sound. Oh, but gone was the holy city. That was Peter Daldry, also from California, USA, and Holy City, a song about Glasgow during the German Blitz. We're going to finish now with a song from a young lady with a powerful voice from Illinois, USA. This is Jen Lennon and Bonnie Portmore. Keep in touch now. Slant.
Well, that's all we have time for on this show. Remember, you can find out more information about the artists and songs played on the show on our website at CelticRootsRadio.com. And if you're an independent artist and you'd like to hear your music played on this show, again, you'll find details on our website. That's CelticRootsRadio.com. Tune in again next week to Celtic Roots Radio. I'm Raymond McCulloch, coming to you from Ireland. Slán agus banajia.